the villager. Drop it. Drop it. Podcasting to all of Azeroth. This is World of Warcast, episode 150. I am Michael Gaines. With me, Mr. Eric Rice. In the rear with the gear. <laughs> You've been like playing StarCraft like nuts. Yeah. The other day yeah. you said, uh, I'm doing the I'm doing the train one. I'm like, oh, I know that one. I remember that one. I had a lot of trouble with that one. You gotta work your ass off fast on that one. I only did it like twice. Go but I just choice? I've been rolling casual mode just because I I'm new to the genre, if you will. Are you? How do you like I, StarCraft? Well, you want to get into that now or later? Because that's pretty much what I did. I did like a few things this week. Okay. Well, all right. Well, we'll get into that. We'll get into or that a little later. Or whatever. We'll do that. All right. Let's get to the news first because there's a lot of it. Yeah. Battle Chest is now for sale. Big savings. Five bucks. For only this week. Oh, is only, that all summer this, or only this week? I think it's only this week. Epic summer sale for yeah. one week. <laughs> uh, yeah, World of uh, World of Warcraft.com, of course, has the um, it's epic summer sale. Five bucks for the battle chest, five bucks for Cataclysm. So if you haven't updated to Cataclysm, now's the time to do that. And twenty bucks for Pandaria. So it's it's the best sale that you're gonna probably see for this for a long time. Prices like this don't last forever. <laughs> no, they don't. Sunday, Sunday, Sunday. And so if you haven't upgraded to, I know there are some people that haven't upgraded to Cata or Mr. Pandaria, so now would be the time to do so. Do it now. The uh, blossoming age. I'm ancient. <laughs> blossoming. <laughs> Let's try this again. Blossoming ancient, which is a mm-hmm. little pet. Looks like one of those uh, tree people in uh, in um, Teldrassil. Big. Uh, That's so species. Tree people. The tree people. The treons. Uh, it and it changes with the seasons, which so, actually is kind of cool. Yeah. Yeah, it's like getting four pets in one. Four, four, <laughs> four, 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 four for the <laughs> price of one. What was that from? That was a that was an old that was a Mintz commercial back in the seventies, wasn't it? Two. Two two things in one or some certs, I think it was. Yeah, something like that. Yeah, a million years I, ago. I only remember that one commercial. Those flavor crystals frightened that, me. That. <laughs> Lady. This week right. in old commercials. <laughs> this week in old fogey commercials. Yeah, I'm not gonna talk, do say anything unless I can say it in an old jingle. Oh yeah, we should do we should do an entire show like that. No, we shouldn't. Kinda hard. Uh if you missed it. Jimmy Fallon had a little World of Warcraft spoof uh, on his show. It was sort of like uh, We Are the World, but as We Are the sort World, of like yeah, yeah, sort of like. Well, they sort couldn't of like we use didn't it. get the royalties to parody it or what. I don't well, know. You can't. I mean, I'm sure they cost an arm and a leg, and um, and so they they sort of wrote their own. There are a lot of people in there that were from the WoW community. Uh, Felicia Day, the Nerdist, and and. Uh, whole bunch of people row and um oh who else i think uh wow martin was in there uh, oh, what the wow wasn't was wow Crendor. i just see all these names i'm not i'm not caught up in the celebrity of wow people <laughs> so i'm like who i mean you know i know that swifty that pvp guy was in there That's right swifty was in there leroy jenkins was in there uh I got asked to do it. I got an email from Blizzard saying, uh, put your video in. But the problem was that this weekend, uh, my dad was visiting 
So I just I didn't have the time. Yeah. I, ju- I just couldn't put it together. Uh, Scott Johnson put one in, and he wasn't even in there, mm. which is unfortunate. He's too damn handsome for Jimmy <laughs> Fallon. I, was, you know, I'm kind of torn because Jimmy Fallon does these great musical stylings, right? The one he did of The Doors, the yeah. one he did, uh, Neil Young. They're all amazing. This one, forget the wow part for a minute. Just, I was kind of like, eh. Yeah, it, it didn't really it do much for me. It was okay. People seem to be split. They're like, it was awesome. Or they're like, what the hell was that? Yeah, yeah. So, My younger, more vibrant days, I would have been like, fail. But I'm just like, <sighs> can't be bothered <laughs> to have an opinion. But it was nice to see a bunch of people from Blizzard in there and, and the whole whole team in, in front of the Irvine, California offices. So that oh, was, yes, that, was yeah. nice. that was nice. That was nice. You have advice on what to do before 5.4. What do you got for us? Oh, yeah. So, well, that's part when I wasn't. When I wasn't battling the Zerg, I was on the public <laughs> test realm. I am able to, I can do three, three things at once. Should we do all the PTR stuff? Yeah, why don't we do that? Why don't we do the PTR oh, yeah, stuff? Yeah, 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 let's do that. All right. Midsummer starts tomorrow. This is uh, one of my favorite holidays in the game. Is that the uh, one with the bonfires? Yes. So that starts, well, tonight, depending on what time you play. But yeah, it starts later, like 2 a.m., 3 a.m., 4 a.m., whatever server if time. I, if I hadn't done it, I would just go and do that quest and have childish Gambino's bonfire playing <laughs> the whole time. That would be awesome. The one thing I don't like about Midsummer is that, well, just not Midsummer specifically is that there's some things about it that I would really like to get on my other tunes and you have to do them on all the tunes. It's not like mounts where you get a mount and then you can get the mount on all your, your characters, like like all across all battle. Net. What's the, uh, what's isn't it? it like flame keeper or what's oh, there the are a ton. There's title. flame warden. Flame Warren, okay. I believe, is the title. Then you can get the vestments of summer. And I gotta see if you can transmog those. I've always wanted to try, and I always forget. So right. there's that. You can get the little pet, the summer pet. You can get the, the um, I don't know what it's called, but you get this thing where it's like a brazier, and people, if you highlight, you just click on it, and you type slash dance, you turn into a uh, a flaming draenei dancer. Oh, I think I actually have that. Well, yeah, yeah. I know because I've done this whole. I, I got the title. I don't do dailies unless I'm leveling up a, mm-hmm. a tune. So, the, this is, I don't do holiday dailies. Oh, you don't? Oh. I, yeah. Well, yeah. You you've got the something. you've got the what a long strange trip it's been already. I mean, I'll do. So you don't have to. I'll do the one so I can try and get the horseman's mount. Mm-hmm. At this Halloween. is this is also the the time of year when you can do a hoon. I talked about this a couple of weeks ago, where you can get that death frost enchant. Uh-huh. Uh, and uh, there was there, when I was talking last week about the stuff that I soloed, I completely forgot to mention that I was able to solo v- v- Vicious. I, I think that's how you pronounce his name. Vicious. It's that little glob of goo in AQ forty, and mm-hmm. you have to have some sort of frost damage in order to do that. So. I forgot to mention that I swapped out my weapon and I used the one with Death Frost on it. And all I did was just hit him. I did nothing special. I just sat there and did my little rogue rotation and I was able to take him down. <clears throat> no problem. And did I you did custom it. Did you re-enchant your weapon just for that fight? I, w- what I did was I bought a PvP weapon. Ah. So I just have another weapon. Uh, enchanting that cost 
a bit if you don't have the mats. People because it's you can only get it once a year. People charge an exorbitant amount of money. So I just did that. I I just enchanted a PvP item, and that was fine. I I got through it fine. There was one thing about AQ40. There was a rumor going around years ago that you could open the stairs that go from Cthulhu to the beginning of the instance if you kill all the bosses. And because we never killed that boss before when we were doing AQ40 because it was an optional boss, I never saw that thing open. So I, I killed him and it never opened. So I'll go yeah. to turn the quests in and you have to run all the way around AQ40. Yeah, that place is huge. Yeah, it is. It's outdoors though. Can you use a mount in it? No, well, no, it's indoors. It's a cave. Oh, okay. AQ20 is the one. Uh, yeah, AQ20 it, yeah. is the outdoor one. AQ40 is the. Well, it starts off outdoors, but you can use a, a mount in there. They were they were kind enough. Years ago, it used to be that you can only use the bug mounts in there, the ones that mm-hmm. drop the 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 blue, yellow, green, and the rare red one. Those were the only mounts that you can use. Then, I guess, uh, maybe it was Cataclysm or something that allowed people to use whatever mounts they wanted. So now you can use whatever you want in there, which is nice. I still use my red bug mount, so I do it that way. Yeah, that's nice. That's nice when you see it around. Yeah, yeah. So that that was really the the, <clears throat> the big news of the week. Uh, not much, but there is a lot of 5.4 stuff. So now, why don't you talk about this Golden Lotus stuff? Like, what do you do? Before five point four, <laughs> do it. <laughs> How about that? Get exalted with Golden Lotus. Do those dailies, mm-hmm. and because when you get uh, Rally in the Valley, I believe is the achievement for completing the Golden Lotus quest line. Mm-hmm. Once you get exalted, there's an additional quest line that happens in the uh, you know Veil of Eternal Blossoms. Yeah, right. Um, and if you've done that you pretty much know it's a giant free-for-all. It's pretty awesome, and it's phased, and if you don't finish it, I don't know what happens. Yeah. So try and get exalted for the Golden Lotus um, by any means necessary. Farm with the tillers or run scenarios or dungeons or just do the quest. Mm-hmm. Because, and it's, I think it's a worthy spoiler, is that, well, they're not going to be there anymore. Yeah, well, we talked about that last week. Although last yeah, week, I, don't I think mean, we, we didn't know whether gone. or not Golden Lotus was going to be around. So what about everything that you the, can get with they, Golden The way Lotus? they got it set up is that you'll get rep for killing mobs. Oh. Uh, aside from all the other ways to get rep. Okay. Because um, there's Shaw all over the place now. So there's mm-hmm. Little Shaw, and they give you like two or something like that, two or 20. And then the big rares and things like that give you lots of rep. Right. There's, so. there's that Golden Lotus vendor. Do you yeah, know he's, he's downstairs at the shrine. So, oh, at so, least my shrine is. He's probably a yeah. Shrine. So he's still, okay. So you can still get the golden lotus stuff from him. And all right, that's what I was a little worried about because there's still some patterns and some trinkets and things and and gear that you can get off of him. And I just want to make sure that that didn't go away. And then of course the uh, that becomes a feat of strength, that achievement that you get for getting exalted because oh. it'll be gone. Nice. You know, because the golden lotus is kind of you know wiped. <laughs> I'd, the NPCs wiped on the on the world. So with five point four, I haven't. Did I read anything? about I don't remember if I read anything about whether or not there's going to be a five point five. I mean, is this? Oh uh, no, the final boss. Yeah, I think this is it because this the final it. boss. I mean, this is where we get the siege of Ogremar. The, the reason I ask is because could there? I was thinking maybe there could be a five point five where you defeated the Shah and everything, and then the Golden Lotus comes back so to speak. 
Um, yeah, probably but, because the quest givers are bosses in the Siege of oh, Ogamar. <laughs> That's right. I forgot about that. <laughs> You're killing all of them. <laughs> Oops. And it's pretty depressing, too. I mean, I hate to break it to everybody, but the Golden Pagoda is gone. Oh, there's like a boo. little staircase. And then there's dead Golden Lotus archers everywhere. Oh. I mean, the place got decimated. You think it's bad now with the giant goblin hole in the ground? Oh, yeah. You'll look out and be like, what's that big pillar of hell? <laughs> oh, you know. Yeah, I haven't logged into 5.4 yet. I'll get around it to it. It was pretty impressive. I mean, walking around, they rearranged stuff. I mean, you know, there's guides and videos and stuff all over the place. You can look those up. But, mm-hmm. uh, yeah, it's uh, it's pretty, uh, pretty impressive. So now the question is, if, if 5.4, which... I guess, let's say it comes out in a month or so. What happens between now and the next expansion? Well, aren't the expansions once a year? They were shooting for once a year. Yeah. Uh, It's it's a little staggered, a little more staggered than that. But with, um, with BlizzCon being in November, what I'm a little concerned about is, are they going to announce anything in November? Or are they going to show it in November? Are they going to like maybe announce it in September and show it in? It might November? get. A, I think it might get announced earlier, and then details are shown mm-hmm. at BlizzCon. That's my prediction. Yeah, when I was there, let me see. The last time I was there, they had just announced Cataclysm. Uh, the video had come out like a couple days before BlizzCon. I go to BlizzCon and they, and they talked all about what they're going to do. So they, I'm guessing. I oh, see here. I always do this prediction. My prediction for the next expansion, World of Warcraft 6.0, I'm thinking February, March. Maybe. I don't it puts think it after Christmas. It, it puts it after Christmas, but I have a feeling that with BlizzCon in November and, and the, the Q&A that they have with the developer team and how they show everybody what they're going to do, there may not be enough time between November... And let's say two weeks later when they got to press the discs, mm-hmm. I don't think there's going to be enough time. So that's why I'm thinking maybe February, March, if not later. I'm probably going to go with the straight business You're sense go of before Christmas. Christmas? Okay. Yeah. That I, could I, be anywhere from October to November, but because they can also show other stuff. They can show patch stuff. That's the thing. And it's With Titan pushed back... I'm not quite sure what they're going to show because everybody expected Titan to be shown at this year's BlizzCon with and all- Titan by the way. Mm-hmm. Titan and something that I read about 5.3 because I haven't I mean I haven't dug deep into the lore of it. Yeah. That's what got me started on this whole StarCraft Diablo thing. Because even though I think it's been denied that they're like Titan is new, it's completely new, it has nothing to do with any of the existing properties. Why do I not believe this? Titans are world creators. Oh, guess what? There are worlds all over the place just because this oh, world you is think in there's a connection? Medieval times. So I went and I got, mm. yeah, I went got, I got Diablo, which yeah. I'm like, okay, because I hate RTS, keep in mind. And Diablo is just isometrically high enough that it makes me think it's an RTS. <laughs> uh, I, uh, I actually enjoyed it. I love every NPC's talking to you uniquely. I, oh my god, it is a, a total lore whore. Yeah, in both that and and StarCraft, which I'll get to in a second. But you know, here's this world, 
right? With problems and beasts and dragons. I'm like, if that's not, it, it totally felt great. It felt like a wow thing. It had, in fact, it, you know, Starcraft and Blizzard, uh, Starcraft and Diablo almost made wow kind of be like, eh. it just, I didn't feel the richness in when I went back to wow that I did that. Oh, wow. Every NPC is talking to you. It's got a story. There's like meaning there. Uh well they yeah I can I can see at your least point, Diablo three I don't know have you played Warcraft three no yeah you, but you, it's the same pl- gameplay right it's an RTS okay it's not like World of Warcraft it's not an MMORPG it's it's right an, right right yeah, it's an RTS so you may like that I don't know it took a lot I'm trying to remember why I hated RTS probably it's just I don't know. My my theory is I matured as a gamer, and so I can handle different <laughs> formats, and it doesn't offend me. But I really like Diablo. There are little interface things. You can totally tell it's a Diablo thing. I love, like, your inventory and your character screen is on the same window, and I can sell stuff or equip it or equip it and sell it real mm-hmm. quick, and it's all there. It was very easy to figure out. A lot more face rolly because you only have, like, four action bars or yeah. four buttons. <laughs> four plus two. Um, <laughs> I don't know. I played the starter edition. I, you know, I killed the skeleton king. It was all good. It really felt good. Yeah, it is a good game. Yeah. I just stopped playing it because I went back to Mr. Pandaria. So yeah, and I, then I got it, and then StarCraft just all hell. I actually upgraded to the full version of that, and wow, yeah. all hell broke loose. All right, so I'm like, you've been just drooling over the story in that. Well, first of all, there's I'm I am a lore fan. Yeah, I like lore and. Everything's a freaking cutscene, and there's D- and you click, and there's people that, and it just goes, and, and I'm like, you know what, this is really annoying. And I was talking to you and Iris about that stupid train thing, and oh yeah, oh, yeah. yeah. But I'm like, no, no, I'm I'm just this is going down. <laughs> you know, I don't quite hate Kerrigan yet, but probably because I'm new to the franchise, so I'm still in Wings of Liberty. But again, it has that Blizzard feel to it. Yeah, it is like fast-paced Sim City, because really, that's what it is. <laughs> You got to, oh, crap, here comes a fire. Lift up all your armories and barracks and stuff, and you got to move them over here. Yeah. You got your boys over there getting eaten. No, now I got to generate more things. Crap, I'm out of mineral. I mean, there's all this crap going on. It's yeah. like it's it's like what racquetball to tennis, right? It's hockey to golf. It's, you know, it's, it's StarCraft to SimCity. It's that kind of thing where here's a sport. Yes, a ball and a racket. You play tennis. Or you put yourself in a glass box and beam the crap out of your opponent. You know, golf. You just, you're swinging around a thing, hitting a, a, a thing. You, you just got to be careful. You, you want to put Kerrigan in, in, like, the shower and lock her. She just, like, sits there and pees herself like you can do in, in The Sims. Never oh, do yeah, that in yeah, The Sims? Yeah, yeah. You can take your sim and like you can put them wife, in. And then like, like my wife likes to do, build a swimming pool. And <laughs> get everybody in there on an island in the middle and take the ladder away. They all die, you get this nice pool. Yeah. But yeah. And so I don't know why. But then it's like you try and do something and then you fail at it. And you're like, oh, hell no. Nah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, nah, I'm not going to do that. So that was. And then, of course, I'm getting IMs from over in the wow universe people are like you're playing starcraft yeah or hey how do you like diablo so so actually it's going to be interesting because now blizzcon i'm going to be look, looking at it through a different lens well yeah um it's not just and you're wearing your diablo 3 shirt by the way i am i noticed i'm wearing my diablo 3 shirt uh but yeah so it was kind of a nice like you know it's like an off day of a workout you're mm-hmm. like all right i'm i'm not working out today so what else do i want to do all right i'll do this <laughs> I'll now do- <laughs> 
when you go deep down that crazy rabbit hole and you watch tournament rebroadcast and you watch all the Korean oh, matches yeah. and everything, good God. Playing StarCraft, if you're a normal person, is like you're shooting hoop on the weekends. <laughs> you know, you got a basketball <laughs> pole in your front yard, right? Yeah. And you're like, hey, I can make some baskets. Even if you can sit and make every basket you shoot at yeah. the gym. It's different. Then you turn when on the NBA and it's like, okay, that's nice. Yeah. <laughs> that's how I felt watching that because it was full. And we've made fun. Like, we should have, like, tournament. No, that's what they actually do. So I I'll go back and rewatch it now that I'm almost done with the campaign. I cannot. I can't Twitch play that that game. Uh, StarCraft 2. Oh, PV Like PvP, so to speak. Like 1v1. I I tried. I, I played a couple people from the community and everything. And I just, I can't play it fast enough. The actions per second. I I know what to do. I know what all my, my units can do. But I, I run around and I go... Okay, well, you guys, you know, you quick build the base over here, and you guys quick build the base over there, and before I know it, I'm just like dead. <laughs> just, yes. I'm just terrible at it. So it's I very it repetitive, aside. though. I had to put on headphones because I was driving my wife nuts because oh. it's like you know your 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 SCVs are the gear. under attack in the rear with the gear in the rear yeah over in and the over. rear with the gear <laughs> over and over. What was the one that you hated? This the most? just in. Which, well, hold on, this just in, the most annoying thing, I asked which one, which one? On StarCraft, the most repetitive thing that you finally were like, I need headphones. Minerals? Minerals? Yeah, Your mineral field has been depleted. Yeah. Mineral field has oh, been that, depleted. Yeah. I should get back into that. It's summer. Well, do and... it, because I would love to actually challenge, I'd like to play, I'd like to do PvP. Okay. But with like somebody that I know, you know, you throw open Skype and be like, all right, dude, you know, and just figure it out because, yeah, I realized out. everything has a already mapped key command. Mm -hmm. And now I love this because that's the first thing I do with WoW is there's macros and I hotkey everything. Although I have to get a separate controller because I'm reaching across my keyboard to use the arrow keys because that's how I navigate the map. Mm. Or I want to know, I have a 3D controller. Oh, you can use You know, that. you can yeah. lift it up and down. I don't, it's not on my desk, but it's a 3D controller. You can use it in things like Google Earth and, and Second Line, things like that. But it's just a little knob. Is it the Griffin it one? It used to be from a company called 3D Connection. Oh, okay. Oh, and I think you can one, play, yeah, yeah. use it in WoW. Mm -hmm. And you lift it up and we'll push it down, or then you can slide it and then you can rotate it. So think of all the stuff you can do in like Google Earth sure, or something like that. Sure. So just use that. But I also have like a Razer gamepad too. So it's just because I don't like reaching over, you know, that's I'm trying to figure that out. How do I do it? Because I, I think I'd be good at it. And I yeah. love the multitasking, I guess. Mm -hmm. There's not a grind per se. It's very complex. No, it's, where, you know, you're right. It can be a little grindy. <clears throat> you're right. There is no grind. You, but you, you really have to ramp up your game at some point. I remember that train scenario was the one where I really had to put my ass in gear and do it fast because I had from, this is like a year ago. But I remember that a whole bunch of stuff was, was like coming and it was just a, a hairy mess. I really don't remember the details. All I, just, all I remember is that, oh, my God, I'm going to die. <laughs> and and if, if I, don't... I freaking love <clears throat> walking through the <clears throat> ship. You're in the cantina. You're clicking on people. It's got this rugged kind of serenity, southern. Yes. You know, it's dirty. It's there's there's a couple of futures, right? There's a dirty, filthy Blade Runner future, mm -hmm. 
And then there's the squeaky clean Star Trek future. Yeah. I love, you know, because in messing around with virtual worlds, one of the things I loved was having junkyards of space parts. Because, come on, there's not going to be, like, Fast Eddie's warp drive yard. <laughs> some guy welding on some old part and having some totally ghetto-looking spaceship. So, yeah. you know, it, it's got that kind of grittiness, which I really love. Mm-hmm. And depending on how WoW evolves, the possibility knowing that Blizzard is capable of this kind of really ridiculous quality. Oh, yeah. I mean, that's, they're both really quality games. That's why I'm thinking Titan is going to be huge. And yeah. when they said that they're going to take two years to to put it together properly, which is exactly what SOE did with EverQuest Next, they said, you know what? It's not coming out right. We're going to stop. We're going to do it all over again. And so well, and everything with, with, changes so much. Well, and everything changes so much. The game and, industry, the way people play games. Look, it could have been that somebody, somebody in the development team woke up one morning, saw something like Ingress, and said, ah, we got to do that, or something like that, or that gave me an idea. And Ingress is the game for Android phones for where Android you go phone. out into the world, you actually go outside and yeah. capture portals and build resources. It, it's actually it's kind of StarCraft in real life, right? <laughs> you got to go way. out, and then you create these networks of, like, you know, to conquer an area. You're drawing giant triangles over your city and stuff. Yeah. Next generation gaming. Yeah. You know. So, and, wow, that was that was a bit of a tangent there on 5.4 <laughs> yeah but i mean but that was good it's that, that it all it all goes back to that titan thing and that yeah. was a pretty big part of five three and so you have you a know. theory that titan may tie these franchises together well it's probably wrong because it's been denied but at this point I never believe anybody who denies anything uh, well that's not true if you're an Apple fan, you pretty much know how that song. Wow. We're never going to do video. That's yeah, yeah of course not. <laughs> uh, Five point four patch uh, has been dug into, and there are a bunch of sound files which I am not going to play. I have not listened to, but there are tons of bad spoilers in there. So yeah, listen. some of listen the we. I mean, we know Hellscream is the bad boss, oh, right? Yeah. Some of them are really good, and some are like, okay, we're overdoing it. Oh, you think so? Yeah. Yeah. He's always bugged me as a character. Although, can I can I share a tiny little horde spoiler? There's an achievement that has to do with our boy Gamon. Oh, really? Oh, yes. The, the, and that's the, all. The Gamon is the guy that hung out in the in the pub. In the yeah, in the in the inn. In the inn. And then now he's surrounded by Kokron. So there's an achievement for that, huh? All right, all right. Well, that's not much of a spoiler, but all right. It was surprising because in five four, when you go into org, he's gone. Have oh, see, I really shouldn't talk about this because I don't want to spoil it for anybody. But I'm I'm curious what the horde alliance relationship is going to be at the end of this. I couldn't figure that out because I listened to all of the spoilers. Oh, you did. Okay, I can't figure it out. It may be nothing. It it could just be a build up to nothing because what would the game be if horde and alliance were working together? Unless they have something drastic in mind for six which, yeah, what if, there, what if you know, what if there's another faction? What if Horde and Alliance become one faction and there's another? I don't know. It's entirely possible. Would people would people be all pissed off if there was a another faction that that we had we as a as people of Azeroth had to fight against? 
you know, that's where I think you cross this bridge. You, you between do. You do. You don't care about lore, right? There's role players out there, and oh, I'm never no true orc, and then my hell screaming. Yeah, okay, that's fine. <laughs> that's the RP thing. But now take somebody who's just like lol, learn to play, right? And they're horde for whatever reason, and then now they're not a horde. They can be whatever they want to be. I think that change is so big, it kind of forces lore on you so hard where yeah, you're like, probably. there's no Horde and Alliance. I mean, how do we all magically learn each other's languages or at least well, racial freedom? I thought that it was silly that you couldn't talk to each other in the first place. But I do understand that that if if two people from the opposite factions were able to talk to each other, then it would just completely destroy the imbalance and, and, and the and the fighting between them anyway. It was it was nice to not be able to say screw you when somebody grabs your mining node, or collusion. So, or, even though yeah. you could real ID or just log off and log on and be like stop killing us in gold. Oh, that's and, happened yeah. to me before. I, I, there was a horde that was that was in uh, Valley of the Four Winds that was camping some of the lobies, and I just started taking them out, and you know, I was uh, protecting my people, and and somebody logged in and says. Why you kill me? He actually said that. Why you kill me? I'm like, because you're killing everybody else. Yeah. I mean, like, what kind of question is that? You're running around killing lobies, so I'm killing you back. I mean, that, PVP, uh, PVP, PVE rules. servers Potato. are that way. <laughs> if you don't like it, PVE servers are that way. Uh, so there's that. <laughs> I, I don't know how ballsy they would go with that. I don't know. That, I think that, it would be cool. You could be whatever faction, or you could join another faction. You could be like, you know. I don't know how long this two-faction thing can last. I've said that before. Because you every, want to well, change it up. frozen in time, right? Sort of. I always wondered about that. You know, Lich King's still alive, depending. Well, well yeah, I always felt that. Uh, yeah, I see your point. Because, yeah, oh, that's true. Then how do you deal with that? I mean, oh, I forgot you can just that. keep going um, up and up and up, and it's like, okay, that's great. New race, new faction, there's a new story, whatever. But doesn't that give them the ability to increase, like, a lot of factions? Or, or The thing hmm. is, is that you've got all of this old content that's old stuff, or it's this very mindless stuff. I need you to kill some plane striders, right, for meat. Eh, whatever. That's where it gets grindy. Yeah. You have to actually introduce a whole new set of content for those that are in the new faction structure. Which was sort of done happen. for Cataclysm. If you remember, there was a whole bunch of, of quests. There were a whole bunch of quests that were added specifically for Cataclysm. So it's not like they can't do it. And it's not like they wouldn't have done anything like that before. Or remove. Or remove. Quests. Or remove. They, I mean, Aberdeen, gone. But to be fair, they did also – I completely blanked out. Oh, they do have always bad versions of a particular race, like the Defius. Mm -hmm. You know, humans can kill other humans by the Defius thing. So certain groups somehow will have lore baked in where, well, they, you know, defected and they're doing their own thing. There's bad trolls. There's good trolls. Like the Frost Wolves. Sure. Are, I don't know if the Frost Wolves are, are they hostile to Horde? I don't know. Cause I haven't, I, I haven't run through there with my Horde character, but you, you bring up a good point is maybe they won't have a third faction, but what if they did jumble it up a little bit? Racial freedom. 
Because it is kind of racist when you think about it. I'm thinking about it from a marketing point of view. It's like you, you want to market the fact that there's a conflict. So if it's racial freedom, do you like magically forget? Let, let's say you switch hypothetically. Do you magically forget your language, your native language, if you're human and you switch? They would probably kill that, perhaps. I don't know. That would be difficult. It is kind of a silly. The, the reason I bring this up is because there has been talk in game. There, there are lines of dialogue in game where um, they alluded to the fact that the Horde and Alliance are going to work together towards something at one point. And I'm not talking just about Hellscream. I'm, I'm just talking about like in the future, in the near future, all this conflict is going to be gone. When well, you look at it from the context of space operas, right? When, when you look when you look out in the world today, right, and there's all these nations and they're fighting other nations and whatever, go macro, go big. Okay, sure. now it's an interplanetary thing. You think an alien's going to care, be like, no, 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 we're not them. That's another country. No, you're Earthlings, yeah, by the way. Like Anduin, Anduin was saying uh, Horde and Alliance will be will – be, we'll fight together at some point or be friends. And and, and I'm thinking, is, is that put in the game? Did they put the, did they write that in the game because they wanted us to know that this is actually going to happen? Well, there's a long history of lore. I mean, look at Anduin and uh, Bane. Mm-hmm. You know, there's actually relationships there. Um, Thrall's got good relationships with, sure. I think, Thrall and Jaina. Thrall and Jaina, yeah. Yeah. Well, I'm getting it mixed well, up. Well, Jaina's there's... a little pissed right now, but... Well, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> she went full potato. <laughs> full potato. I... <laughs> you bomber city, I guess she... that's fine. Uh, yeah, so, eh, you know. I do get worried, though, because if you do subscribe to the theory that every other expansion sucks, and every other expansion's awesome. Oh, uh, right? like the, the Star theory. Trek movies? Yeah, 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 exactly. Yeah, Star Trek, WoW, and Windows. That's it, man. Every other one is amazing. Uh, I what don't know. the last good Windows operating system? Oh, seven. Yeah. And then Vista? No. No. So you just, yeah, same thing. So I don't know. But the thing is, is that if, it's it's all good speculation. I, I I guess what I'm saying is I'm sort of preparing myself for something drastic in 6.0. Because if you if you look at the map, like Pandaria, we knew existed. It, it, it was in uh, Warcraft Three, so that wasn't really much of a surprise. I'm surprised. I actually watched took... the video where Chen Stormstout was in Warcraft Three. Yeah, yeah. So I was just surprised that it took so long for them to to get to Pandaria. Although I can understand why. There's got to be some but sleeper character or sleeper uh, race. The, everybody has always said over the last few years that the next expansion is going to be the Emerald Dream. It's going to be the Emerald Dream, the Emerald Dream. And that's what they've been saying for years. And yet some expansion comes out and it's not the Emerald Dream. So right. I don't know if it's going to be that. I don't, I don't know where they could go. I, yeah. I, there was even a there was a, an interview. I don't know if it was with Metzen or Ghostcrawler, but... Somebody asked, like, well, well, what level are these big bosses that we haven't seen yet? Are they level 100, 200? At what point do you get to fight them? And that's, mm-hmm. the, that's the big thing is that we're, we're working our way towards, not towards, but, like, through all this lore <laughs> that was set up earlier. And we're working towards finally running out of things to kill. 
Right. And then we're going to start like turn molten core into low rent housing or something like that. It, it's just <laughs> getting to the point where it's like you wake up, you snap your fingers and you kill Ragnaros because you've become just that much that powerful. And with the numbers showing that most people in the game are max level. Yeah. So, you know, so they still incidentally, they still sell um, Warcraft. Yes. Reign of Chaos, which I guess is the last one. Frozen Throne, Memory, yeah. and then the Battle Chest, which has I just all these expansions is very confusing. How does this work? Oh, Warcraft, Warcraft one, two, and three, and then the three had an expansion. Oh, so Frozen Throne is two or is it three? Three. I no, think. it's Warcraft three expansion yeah. set at the Frozen Throne. Yeah. So Warcraft Battle Chest is it's just all this, of them. This is just annoying. Reign of Chaos, the, the Frozen Thrones. Um, no, that's not it. <laughs> it's very confusing. Just oh, the expansion thing gets on my nerves after uh, a while. I'm going to have some water while you think. I can't tell. There's Warcraft. It probably was Warcraft 3, then Frozen Throne, then yes. Reign of Chaos. Oh, I don't remember which came first, Reign of Chaos or, or Frozen Throne. I think Reign of Chaos. Reign of Chaos would probably be the first one. Right. It's been years since I played those. Long, it's like long the, time. it looks like the StarCraft Battle Chess has like for example two expansions, mm-hmm. one with a Protoss and one with Kerrigan on the cover. And yep. Diablo, I guess, is the same way. Mm-hmm. Nothing. Here's where it gets frustrating: is when you're helping a new user play. Oh, and they're like, "What? I have to buy something else? I, I thought I already bought the game." And it just keeps going and going and going. Yeah, yeah, I've I've had that in, problem. In the old days, we paid a hundred ten dollars to do this. Oh, yeah. Not like well now it's going to be forty dollars, sixty dollars for a game, and then microtransactions up the wazoo if if the gaming companies get their way. But right. anyway, uh, more patch notes in five point four. Some of them were actually posted today. I I wrote a few of them down, which may interest some people. Uh, one of the problems that I said that I was having as a mage, despite the fact that we're mages and we're supposed to be glass cannons is that I, I always felt that I was not doing enough damage and apparently blizzard thinks so too. So damage has been boosted up uh, 15% with a lot of spells blink. This is a little strange, but blink is now eight yards and not five. Hey, so every little bit helps. I'm wondering if that had to do with monks being able to move really fast with the flag. Because oh, I yeah. always felt like as a mage, I always felt that if, if I was up against a monk that was carrying a flag, I got left behind big time. Because like, all you, I could do is you can five glyph feet. for a roll. You can get three rolls yeah. and then flying serpent kick. I never use as it's intended. Flying serpent kick is monk travel form. <laughs> said it before. Well, yeah, that, that's what I mean. It's like if I can blink five yards and a monk can run 30 with a flag, I, all of a sudden I'm, I'm now useless. So... Yeah. Even if I tried slowing them down, they can still get ahead of me significantly enough. That's why I started a monk in the first place, which I haven't touched since. Because uh, I'm like full in love with my rogue. But uh, anyway, speaking of rogues, recuperate is up 4% from 3%. I really don't know what kind of a difference a, a single percentage point is going to make. Especially when you're getting your ass kicked in Temple of Katmogu. But okay, that's fine. Eh. I'll, I'll take it. Night Stalker damage, however, is up to 50% up from 25 that's huge. And 
I had gotten my rogue to the point now where I felt that she was doing really well. And, and now we're doing more damage. I wonder what the QQ on that is going to be. Not, not from rogues, obviously, but, but from other people. And uh, Killing Spree's targeting has been changed. This makes a, a, a little bit of sense. Is that if, if, you're, if you target somebody, rather than your Killing Spree going to a whole bunch of different people in your area, it'll, only, it'll hit that, per, well, that one person seven times. So that's, that's what they said in the, in the patch notes. Warlocks, this was interesting. Demonic Gateway is now 60 seconds, which is up from 15 seconds. So, why, why is, is my bird Wait, that's screaming? not the, the social one. That's the tower, right? Yeah. The one that only the lock can use? I wonder if that was getting abused. Because 15 seconds is not that long. And, and, and again, abused where? PvE or PvP? PvP. I yeah. can't see it being abused in PvE at all. What, are you going to move? Well, Big deal. Generally, none of this stuff, most of these changes always seem to come from PvP. Oh, sure. Uh, and, of course, all the PvEers QQ about PvP changing PvE. Um, yeah, I'm not QQing, incidentally. It's just more of just a noting of the fact. It oh, wait, seems demonic, to wait, be wait, that this, a lot of Oh, no, no, no. This is the stuff. social one. I'm sorry. This is the social one. Hmm. Yeah. 60 seconds up from 15. That's a, there had to that's have been a some, large debuff. Uh, I could think of Battle for Agilneus when, when a warlock puts up a, uh, a gateway across the river and then people players don't have to swim, slowing them down. Yeah. Okay. Going back and forth. <laughs> what? That is, that's probably pretty valid, actually. <laughs> So, because how far do those gateways have to be? Oh God, what was it? Twenty yards? I no, think. they got to be long. Well, maybe is it longer than that. No, maybe it's got to be. They got to be. I could Google. No, it's 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 large. It's longer than I can blink. So it's it's longer than five. So I'm thinking it's got to be about twenty. Yeah, sorry about the. I got my gateways wrong. My my warlock is still level sixty two. So, hang on here. 20 to 70 yard range. 70? Hold on. Okay, wait a minute. Wait a minute. I've never seen it 70. Uh, it doesn't. It says 10% of base mana, 20 to 70 yards. Donut 20 to 70. Between two locations, stepping into the gateway, uh, limit five charges. Portal generates one charge every 15 seconds and lasts 15 minutes. Huh. Okay. Is it well, 70? I've never seen it 70. <laughs> 70 yards? Under city? That's like a Where's football the other field almost. Jeez, I've never seen it 70. All right. Now, I'm not saying that it doesn't exist because I've never seen it. I've just never seen it. Um, Howl of Terror is now baseline, which is very interesting. So now that that's not a talent, you can get that base. But that talent is now replaced by something called Demonic Breath which snares all your targets and it's got a 20 second cooldown. So interesting there. If you can, if as a warlock, if you can snare your targets all around, that's, that's very similar to uh, Mage's frost Nova. Mm-hmm. So I'm not quite sure what the logic is there for people complaining that, that warlocks didn't have the ability to snare because they've had the ability to, to, to fear 
for a long time, <laughs> which is good enough. Because <laughs> a, a, you know what, a, a snare simply traps somebody. I can still fight you, and they can still fight you if they're a caster. Really, uh, what does it do for, to a caster? Not much. You can still cast. Mm-hmm. The only difference is that you, I couldn't like uh, as a as a, a warlock. I would, or even as a, as a mage. I can cast Frost Nova or this new demonic breath. Yeah, I'll snare you. But if I run out of your range of, of whatever you can counter that with, Frost Nova or whatever, now you won't be able to snare me. But you can still cast. I mean, I briefly but... dealt with a priest and a warlock, and then I've got the sweeping leg kick as a monk. Mm-hmm. Um, and I've done a mage, so I've gone through all of the crowd controls. I would much, and the Death Knight, the Howling... Uh, whatever the wind thing that b- blows around you and freezes everybody. Mm-hmm. I like the incapacitating. That's what I was going to say. Yeah. Not snares because whoopee, you're frozen. Yeah, that's exactly my point. Unless you have something like a frost nova where it matters that you're frozen. Eh. And if you're yeah. a rogue, you can get out of it too, unless your cooldowns are gone. Well, right. Yeah. So, eh. And then the last thing I wrote about Warlocks is that their fell armor no longer reduces damage by 10%. I wonder if Blizzard thinks that they were a little OP because let me tell you something. There are times when I was trying to kill a Warlock as a rogue and I can go up against a priest. I can go up against a Death Knight. I can beat the living crap out of them. Uh, sometimes Warlocks I have a little trouble with. Yep. So, I don't know. Priests, though... There are some that I can beat the crap out of, and there are some that I can't. Oh, there I have. There I've been in battlegrounds. I probably disc, but I was in a battleground once where three of us were trying to kill this priest, and we couldn't do it. Yeah, I'm thinking there's something not right there. Some people play priest really, really, really well. Oh, sure, yeah, sure. I I totally agree with that. But three people against one, and you still couldn't kill him. There's something wrong there. On my old server, the people that always seemed to troll Goldshire were priests. <laughs> I mean, because they could sit there and just mess with the place for hours. I got to get my priest up. Uh, she's level 35 now. I'm going to try doing a recruiter friend so I can get her up to 90 pretty fast. Yeah. Uh, that's all I've got for 5.4 right now. These... There's Yeah, there's more out there. Some of yeah. it's not even Whoops. worth reporting. Like Monk's Ring of Peace just looks different. Ooh. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> silly things like that. I know. Um, my week was very uneventful. I just was more soloing. More, well, I tried soloing more. I tried soloing Tempest Keep. I don't know if I mentioned this. I think I mentioned it last, uh, week. last week. Last week I, I did it, but this week I did it again. And for some reason I was having a hard time with it, but I did it. Uh, no big deal. Tried doing Black Temple. I got about three quarters of the way through and then I, I just couldn't do it anymore. Uh, mm. So I got to work on that figure out what I'm, I, I know what it is. I need better gear. And yeah, yeah. I only have like, I level 40, 44, 45. I need to get like 500 and something. Oh, that's yeah. the other thing I wanted to add about um, patch 5.4. Mm-hmm. Um, you will probably want to get your eye level to about 500. Mm-hmm. Sounds like five high four nineties or 500 will be the requirement to get into the new stuff. Okay. So work towards that. Work towards that. Oh, and I want to mention in world PvP, I got destroyed by a rogue, like two or three shotted by a rogue. I'm like, this is not right. <laughs> and then I realized, oh, world PvP. So I looked this person up, and they had like all 522 gear. Nice. Yeah. So that's why. So. <laughs> and rich Corinthian macros. <laughs> 
Um, I found somebody who was doing Throne of the Four Winds yesterday. I've been trying to get Throne of the Four Winds done for a while, and it's just one of those things where I kept putting it off and putting it off. The only reason why I cared is because it was the last thing I needed to get destroy, a, a Defender of a Shattered World. Because I had done everything, including the first boss of um, uh, Throne of the Four Winds years ago, and I just never finished that entire set. I never did Alakir. So four of us went, no, five of us went in there and we just pff, wiped the place easily. We did it in like 10 minutes. Nice. So I did that. It was no big deal. And I tried combat spec for PVP. It, it works. It has its advantages, but I think that the advantages are, are, are the disadvantages are outweighed by the advantages. So yeah. I'm, I think that's I'm, kind of a common thought. Yeah. I just wanted to give it a shot because I used my combat spec. I, it was really, there are a couple of, th- advantages that you have when you're in combat spec against a single target or multiple targets, but without going too much into it, it doesn't really work well for PVP. Um, combat really seems to be stuck at, uh, at PVE. So, so there was that. I don't know. And what was your week? Oh, that, well, you, you, well, we talked about that already. Yeah. Yeah. Starcraft and PTR. Wow. We, oh, yeah. I, I didn't realize we get through our nose. Wow. That was fast. All right, let's get to our emails. Our buddy Eric writes, uh, Hi, Starman and Eric. Hey, Starman, you might remember me. I used to be in your guild on Whisperwind. Yes, the one where they stopped the raids at 10 because they went, Oh, I remember this. <laughs> Anybody who's listened to the show for a long time knows that I was in a guild years ago where everybody had to stop rating at 10 because somebody had to go to bed. And they couldn't fill that that spot in. So we this is... That that's was, like 7 p.m. Pacific, by the way. Isn't yeah. It? Or is that 10 well, server? It was it was 10 Eastern. All right. Uh, this person lived on the East Coast. So we always used to have to stop. And because we couldn't get 40 people together, this, this is in the 40 uh, Molten Core days. Yeah. We never finished. And that was the impetus to, to make me move to the big rating guild that I was in for a long time. Right. Oh, so I'm, I'm reading this for the first time, by the way. Um. Oh, I remember who this... Okay, this person wrote their character name. Okay, hi. Anyway, the MMO Shooter Defiance already uses the virtual server concept. There are multiple physical servers slash shards, and when you log in, you're placed in one of those. I think they try to place you where friends slash guildmates are, but it also tries to balance out the load so no server is too empty and none overcrowded. You can see and talk with everyone on your friends list, although your tunes may be on different servers. There is a quote-unquote go-to-friend-slash-party-member function, which not only transports your tune to the same place on the game map, but moves you to their server. Doesn't also- Guild Wars do that? Guild Wars... I don't, I don't remember. It's been a couple months. Oh. Guild Wars allows you to see everybody in the game regardless of the server they're on. You can play with people regardless of the server they're on, but unless you're grouped with them, I don't think you can see them, unless right. you just happen to be in the same shard. Right. But Guild Wars does a really good job of that. Um, I've also heard that you may get switched between servers during play. For example, when zoning, I think Guild Wars Two does that. I can see the freaking well. <laughs> oh, play! I was just worried about something yeah. despawning. Well, that there are a lot no. of issues with that. Yeah, yeah, that uh, happens now as it is for whatever reason. I also believe queuing for PvP battlegrounds, co-op maps, as well as Shadow Wars, uh, which are objective based PVP on the world map also work across servers. 
also from the intro video from Bethesda for Elder Scrolls Online, they'll be using a similar concept. They call it Mega Server. Mega Server. Mega Server. Oh, I need an Echo. I need a. Oh, I have an Echo, but it's not hooked up. Mega Server. (laughs) And I don't. I'm not using a board. Because I purposely left left. I left it on a, a filter on this one board that it sounded like Malganis. Mega server. I will see you in the icy reaches of North Rend. <laughs> on the mega server. Uh, but essentially, it's the same thing based on the description of the technology in the video. All right. And that's he's... another can of worms, by the way. Elder Scrolls MMO. <sighs> Between Elder Scrolls. Look, there. Are... Oh, let me take a drink of water because I'm going to talk for a minute. That I just say the Skyrim, I have powerful computers and all the mods and with Elder Scrolls and uh, World of Warcraft still going strong and EverQuest Next being announced in August, I think that there are a lot of smaller uh, MMOs like Terra that I are gonna start going by the wayside. I really do. I th- I think that big games are going to come from big studios and they're going to get a lot of support. And, and it's, um, I guess it's also that, cause this always happens though. If something comes up, you know, Oh, we're going to play star Wars and it's not because wow sucks. It's because yeah. we like star Wars and we like the sci-fi thing. Fine. Like I was very surprised to see Starcraft's numbers considering how monolithic this thing is. Yeah. But I'm like, Oh, it's kind of small. So it happens all the time where something comes up and, oh, it's going to challenge the almighty Warcraft. But then is it just the familiarity? Is it? Could or be. Is, there, is it just because there's lack of anybody? It takes – it's like moving your social network. We hear this all the time with people who are like Google Plus fans. They're like, you need to leave <laughs> Facebook. Yeah, because that's easy. Great. I left and nobody <laughs> – you know. It takes a lot of effort. Besides, you worked for however many years for the stuff that you have. Yeah. Unless yeah, somebody's indeed. able to do a scrape of your armory and go, okay, you've accomplished this. We understand the mechanics of Warcraft. We're going to put you here. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like when you do a I'm junior nice ROTC happy. in high school, they look at that stuff, and then you go in and you enlist at a different level. Mm-hmm. Maybe even if it's tiny, you still got a little knowledge and expertise. You know, so unless there's a truly meaningful way to take my wow knowledge and my wow experience and my wow play style, cause damn, the numbers are there and poured it to another environment. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Yeah. It's always going to be, that's a kind of like a, an eternal debate, yeah. but it would look beautiful. Oh God. Skyrim. <laughs> yeah. I, I think there's going to be a shakeout. Um, I think rift may survive. I think that Rift had some really good things going, and Guild Wars Two I think is going to be around for a long, long time. I think Guild Wars Two is is very, very good. Uh, I think that um, Terra and uh, maybe even I, uh, maybe Ion, some of these other ones, I think they're just going to drop off. At the end of the day, the lights have to be kept on. Yeah, and servers run. And they do. You know, there's all sorts of drama with you know connected things with Xbox and the reversal and all of that. But at the end of the day, to play with other people requires servers. Servers require money. Somebody's got to pay for that. And well, exactly. And so this is where oh, we're going on a bit of a tangent here. But is this where a free to play model will work on a new game? If if you're Bethesda and you're putting together. Uh, Elder Scrolls MMO, 
which you know people will people will literally take money and throw it at their screen and say, "Take my money." Do you make it free to play? It's harder to charge later if you want to, or you do real money things. I don't know. That's controversial, but it's it's getting to the point now where there are so many games that you almost have to go free to play because people people want to be able to play your game in a moment's notice. Ion did that, Terra did that. Um Rift just went free to play, which is good because I really liked Rift, but I just I I couldn't spend I I felt like I was getting nickel and dimed by all these companies. I was like, I can't do this. I can't spend twelve, fifteen dollars a month anymore. I want yeah. to come back or to your world. Or it's but getting I can't. behind a subscription like uh, Xbox Live or PlayStation Plus or something like that. Yeah. So right now the only games that I pay for on a regular basis are WoW and EverQuest, and that's it. Um the rest of them, like I I killed my subscription to Old Republic because it sucked, and it was before I went free to play. I killed my uh my subscription to um Rift, which I really regretted because I love the game, but I This is the only wasn't... only subscription. Not a barring the console, like Xbox Live, mm-hmm. whatever. This is the only thing I pay for. Yeah. Um, I like that I paid for the game once for StarCraft, and I can play with other people. Mm-hmm. But I can still play the game. In fact, I kind of want to go back and redo some campaigns. That's just get more money, get more yeah. armor, that kind of thing. <laughs> so I, I doesn't, yeah, it doesn't, uh, that's... <laughs> Kind of, how do you keep the lights on for all the free to plays? Uh, I I wonder sometimes about some of the games that were even designed in the first place. Like Terra had nothing going for it, like nothing. I think they. I hate to say it, but I I wonder sometimes whether or not they marketed the entire thing on boobs, and it sounds <laughs> terrible. Yeah. But that's really after playing the game, I just went. There is nothing to this. Yeah. Absolutely nothing. I have not. I've not played it, but I've heard that. I've heard that boob analogy before, where it's like this is just, you know, plate bikinis. Uh, I don't want to go there. Uh, we got another email from Eric about flex rating. Uh, he says flex rating is for social groups. Hi guys, from the that from the descriptions I've seen of flex rating, it is intended to fill a missing gap for social slash uh, casual raiders that LFR and normal raids do not. This is why there is no queuing for flex raids and also why it will work for real ID, which you can't use for the latest normal slash heroic raids. There is also no gear requirement for flex raids, although this means your group could be under geared, but it also means your main 10 man team can take an extra casual or two. Okay. Um, For a slightly more forgiving version of the raid and teach them what they need to do. LFR can be quite intimidating for the casual player, especially if they play a tank or healer. That's for sure. Yeah. Uh, LFR groups really have the patience to teach someone to fight as uh, as many. Oh, but, 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 hold on. I'll read the sentence again. Uh, I think it was written something missing. To teach someone to fight as many are there for quick VP or not. I'm, I'm reading this as is. Um, let me try this again. isn't lockout, right? I can go and get a group together of people I know on a yeah. server and say, hey, I want to learn to tank. Can you guys mind running this with me? Yeah. And it's not like we're locked out. Mm-hmm. It's not a waste of anybody. I mean, yeah, we could probably suck and maybe spend an hour on a dungeon because I'm learning. Because mm-hmm. I want to do a little bit more tanking. Yeah. But you're locked. You only get this one shot in a raid, even if it's LFR. Yeah. 
I guess there's a place for that. Not even hella far. I mean, I've done galleon groups where people were bitching about the tanks. Oh, yeah. Um, anyway, uh, where was I? Uh, here. They're more apt to kick a low DPS or a tank that doesn't know the fight than to take time to help them. That that goes with what you were saying. Mm-hmm. In a flex raid, your normal progression raiders can take your casual casuals or alts along to teach them the fights and get some better gear than from LFR. In a more social setting. All right, that makes sense. That, I didn't catch that before. Anything that they, helps the learning curve. Sure. And as we did the winter of noobs. Um, <laughs> <laughs> don't make that the title. <laughs> I really hope you choose a StarCraft thing for the title. Oh, it's the funny. title's anyway, already in the notes. You can look at what I put. But since, <laughs> I mean, I went through, and you did a little bit, we went through a winter, the autumn of the noob. And it, yeah, so many issues popped up that it's like, yeah, you're right. This doesn't make a damn bit of sense. Yeah. So you're right. I'm um, for that. I don't, but I'm not a hardcore raider, so this does not offend me in any way, shape, or form. It I'm doesn't offend glad, or impress me. I'm like, hey, cool. I'm glad I'm not a hardcore raider anymore because now I feel like I have a life. <laughs> uh, they can do this without sacrificing the, their normal progression since it's a separate lockout. Because it's intended to be a more social setting, you can also invite real ID friends. Okay, I'm looking forward to this mode as my wife, uh, yes, I remember her, I would want to give her name out, uh, plays a tank, doesn't want to do progression rating, but likes hanging out with the progression team in Vent, and finds LFR as a tank to be intimidating since she needs to be walked through the fights. I believe flex rating is perfect for someone like her. It also offers the chance for our entire guild, which fields two 10-man teams, but not enough for 25, to raid together without impacting each 10-man, each 10-man team's progression schedule. So, okay, those are really good points. Those are points that I did not think about. Mm-hmm. So, thank you for that email. That was a that was a difficult time back then. I still have emails from from back then when our guild was just like falling apart. Nasty, nasty stuff, which I was not directly involved in, thank God. But oh, those early 40-man days. New, I, I found a new guild on, on Hydel, a bunch of Actually, my wife found them, and they were a bunch of people that were kind of casualing it up from Reddit. So uh, it's really? kind of nice. Little group of Redditors. So nice, low-key, casual. Like to get started without the whole, because this is a real hardcore server, I've noticed. Hmm. So, yeah, you know, cool thing. All right, that's it. We're done. I want to thank everybody for watching, listening. I saw a bunch of people come and go in the chat room. I don't know if Justin TV's chat was like all screwed up, but I, I wouldn't be surprised if it was. So my I apologies. Ran in, I ran into some problems over the weekend because I was doing. I'm doing lots of Twitch TV and Justin yeah. TV stuff. Here, oh, you know. let me let me give a little update on our our YouTube channel issue. So somebody has the name World of Warcast on YouTube. And I never grabbed it because for eight years, it will be eight years in two weeks, we were audio only. And hmm. I never bothered to to go the video route. Well, Eric and I have been talking. I, I mentioned it last week. Eric and I were talking about doing some video stuff. So, of course, the first thing we do to we go and do is grab the World of Warcast URL because, dirt I own World of Warcast at gmail.com. Well, it turns out, if anybody remembers, in the days when YouTube and Gmail were separate, you could do that. You can, somebody, person A can own, I don't know, world of Warcast at gmail.com. And then somebody else can grab world of Warcast at, at YouTube. The problem is that YouTube refuses to help us. 
and there's a form that you fill out and it says, uh, well, what's your problem? And I, I say this and I said, well, I own the .com and I own the Twitter and I own this and I own that. And here's a link to our show and blah. Problem is they want us to have a registered United States trademark in order Which is to like give it up. $700 or something. $750. And I'm not asking for this because this is just ridiculous, stupid money. And the point is, is that I just created another site. It's just like some thing that's some experiment that I'm doing. And somebody had the Facebook account and I went to Facebook and I said, look, this person has had this account and they're not doing anything with it. It's dead. Within 24 hours, I owned it. That's common too. When they look and they see that here's an account that was created and it has not been touched in mm-hmm. years. Yeah. Year. This, this um, Warcast yeah. account has not been touched in two years. Yeah. Or there's no posts, no follows or anything mm-hmm. like that on Twitter. The companies will turn it over. So it's not like you're going, well, I own this. I'm just going to bully my way. No, it's It's, not that at all. It's in the company's best interest to give it to somebody who's going to use it because then that company in turn makes money off ads or whatever. I tried this too. I actually created uh, a new Gmail account just to say, all right, I'm going to go and try this. I try and choose a username that I know is not in use because you can go to the URL, youtube.com slash whatever. No, not doesn't exist. Great. Go to sign up. Nope, not available. Well, what do you mean not available? <clears throat> you know, I I got to say, at the end of the day, my faith and trust in Google and just their competency level, it just day by day goes away. I just <laughs> welcome I just, to push my follow. It's little stuff <laughs> like this. In fact, I didn't even know about the whole YouTube one channel thing because I was like, yeah. oh. Because I'm, I'm going to start beefing up and doing more video stuff and whatever. So I'm like, oh, okay, first thing I'm going to do, let me throw some backgrounds and do my thing. And, yeah. you know, because you see it a billion times, YouTube content creators have all this, you know, they brand their stuff and whatever. Couldn't figure out how to do it. I'm like, what am I, an idiot? Oh, I can kind of figure that. Yeah. Turns out I had tried this new layout. I didn't realize that it was so sanitized. Yeah. It's like. Here's a cover photo with a goofy UI on the left and the right, and you have practically no personality if it's not in a cover photo. So the backgrounds will be gone. So if you have a YouTube channel and you – I mean it's going to happen. Yeah. But hang on to it for as long as possible. They just are changing so much and they're trying to shove Google Plus in every possible product where yeah. it's like, you know, at the end of the day, I'm I just eh. – Maybe just living on Justin TV or Twitch is going to be the better I, I way. I don't know. Do. I, I have to figure out what to do. Um, Eric and I are bouncing around some ideas for other channel names, but I guess what I'm saying is that if anybody out there listening can do anything to give us that that dead URL, it would be much appreciated because it's just if you go to that site, it's not us. If you look at the comments that were posted, that's not us. We yeah, don't write I like that. It's obvious. Yeah, it's obvious that that neither Eric nor myself or anybody uh, has has ever uh, written anything like that. Um, so it's it's actually, and this is another thing I said to Google. I said, you know, this is hurting us because it looks like we wrote that stuff and we didn't. It's not like racist or anything, but it's just, it's it's. Not it's right. twelve year old. <laughs> it's twelve year old exactly. Somebody took our name and and used well, it. Well, so many disposable accounts. People just make accounts and let them go and let them, you know. Yeah. <clears throat> so, um, but but Google has this this policy, this ridiculous effed up policy, where if somebody deletes an account, nobody can ever get it again. And I don't understand that because Twitter has given it to me. Uh, Twitter has given me three or four accounts so far. 
Yeah. And they said, oh, you're actually using this? There you go. This other account hasn't been used in you three know, years? Send there us an email go. from the domain and show us the other stuff. That's what Twitter know. does. Twitter right. says, your your request for this account has to come from this .com account. If it does, then we'll consider it, and I've gotten it every time. It's a pretty so, dark day when Facebook does the right thing and Google's being the... <laughs> yeah, you could say it. <laughs> Dick. I'm just, I just did. <laughs> um... So yeah, I have one feeler out right now. Um, but if I'm, I'm just wondering if there's anybody out there that can sort of help get us that URL back. I, I don't know what political BS it takes inside Google for that to happen. And, and I'm not asking for anybody to do anything that would hurt their own job or something. But geez, this is just not right. So there you go. Eric and I are trying to do videos, but we don't know where to put them yet. Yeah. <laughs> that's the problem and and the other issue is that once you pick a url like let's say we decided to just pick a url today and then we got world of warcast tomorrow we're screwed because we already picked it and google says you can't change it so oh, okay. there's that google is not very user helpful well you could call the google customer support desk. that's right where do you find that number uh, it's in my one eight hundred. Bite me. My other internet. Yeah, have right. it on me. If you want to email us, we are at worldofwarcast at gmail We really do own that. Uh, so uh, you can find us on Twitter. I am at Starmic on Twitter, and Eric is at Eric Rice. And of course, World of Warcast on Twitter. I own that too. So uh, we'll we'll keep everybody up to date. Oh, and let us know what kind of videos you want to see. Like, I was thinking about, uh, would anybody care about watching me level a priest? Does anybody care? I mean, there are probably 11 billion videos out there of somebody leveling a priest. Do we need another one? That That's my point, is that yeah. it's it's got to be something special. So. A very special Midsummer Festival. <laughs> All right. Thanks for watching and listening. We'll talk to you later. See ya. Bye.